Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on internet land and socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. All right, we are officially recording. So as I was saying, thanks for doing this early. Uh, We were scheduled for about an hour and a half from now, but how's your morning going so far? Oh, it was interesting. I, we did, we, my son just went back or went to school for the first time this week. Right. So yeah, so that's been great. And then today we had to get COVID tested and he was like not into it, you know? So it was, it was a tricky morning, but he got over it. It was really quick. And um, yeah, and then came home. So <laughs> Awesome. Well, I've got so many questions morning. already. So what do they do oh, for good. the COVID testing with him? Um, this one, they were doing like a little uh, cheek, like a cheek swab. Okay. But we had gone to another one like uh, in back in December and they, they did it up his nose. Like we, like an adult. Ah, that's what I was wondering because that's got to be really not, uncomfortable for kids. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad that they changed it and it's like a little more suitable. You know, like that was just so weird. Not that it's fun for adults either. You know, we're like we love having our brains poked. Oh yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> but like last year, sometime you know when we would have to go get tested or whatever, I remember them just keep switching it up. One time I had to spit in a cup and then they were at the swab my nose and then it was something else. And I'm like, okay, you guys, we'll figure it out eventually. I'm They're like, we don't even know what we're doing. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I hope this works. I don't know. Yeah. Right. But, um, and then, so, well, it's gotta be cool to have him back in school. I know I've heard from a lot of parents that they're just like, get them out of my home. So maybe yeah, I don't know I mean, if you feel that way, but <laughs> We were, I think more for us, more for me, it was, a lot of it was time, but he's so young. Like he's only, he just turned four. So it's preschool. Like I don't have to do his math, you know, like I don't have, like he's already learning. I'm teaching him math and stuff like at home. So Mm -hmm. it's, I I don't have to do algebra or or anything with him. (laughs) He doesn't have to worry about homework, you know, I feel like we have it much easier, Mm -hmm. but it's, still just like you know time consuming of like oh now I have 
four or six hours that I didn't have before every single day. So that is like insane to me. Now I'm just like, oh, what did I want to do? Oh, I'm going to go paint this mural, (laughs) go do this thing. Open up the floodgates of creativity. Yeah. Yeah. So now I just feel like the possibilities are, are opening. But I felt like, you know, you just have to do that little bit of struggle and then, but it's, it's fine. And then when the time is right, it, it'll just work itself out, I feel like. Yeah. So now yeah. This is the time. So now it's a, and it's at a perfect time. Sure. Well, and it's a good attitude to have. I mean, I think some people, I think when they push back so hard, it's you're just putting up resistance that doesn't need to be there. Sounds like you kind of rolled with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was our whole, like I was anticipating mentally, I was prepared for this whole year to be not like do nothing for this whole other year because I didn't really have a lot of optimism in in like our system and and right. in like <laughs> anything <laughs> so, uh, I didn't believe in our, our system yeah, I didn't, our politics I didn't, I didn't really on? believe it was gonna go that way I thought it was gonna go you know how you know like like the fourth wave or fifth wave whatever yes. so I was mentally prepared for the end of this year again so I so now I'm like oh what what do I do? <laughs> like, what am I doing now? <laughs> I know it's weird because like, it's like you keep hearing, oh, it's kind of it's kind of getting over with now. Like I keep seeing all these headlines, LA set to party again. I'm like, are we sending out the right message here? Please um, don't, please don't. Yeah, That's why I'm don't. like, I still just like cautiously optimistic, I think is the best uh yes. Like yes. I'm not I still don't I'm not going out, you know, doing anything stupid. No. So, yeah, and, and you know, keep wearing the mask. So, have you been vaccinated? Yes, we got our second nice. um, last week. So, yeah, so that's been really good, and and feel you know you feel better just like walking around. Still wear my mask and everything, but yeah, yeah. feeling feeling pretty good. And we didn't have any bad side effects. So, oh, good. No, t- no tiredness even or anything. Uh the first the first one I got tired, but. I, I like we got our shot I went grocery shopping I came home <laughs> I was like <laughs> not even really thinking about like side effects because we only heard like the second one so yes the first one I did fall like I fell asleep after that for like an hour and a half or something. <laughs> maybe I should have just chilled you know like don't go run errands maybe after you get right, right exactly <laughs> my wife got her well, I'm I'm waiting to get my second one but she works at UCLA medical so she got oh. her two shots in January she was one of the cool ones and oh. she was fine but when she got her second one I remember her coming home from work and we were just sitting there she was on the bed looking at her phone and then all of a sudden I just hear her phone like drop on her head <laughs> and she's like no. and she was just out <laughs> so I was like okay okay so the second one might bring some tiredness um, right 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 but other yeah. than that she was fine too did you get Pfizer or I feel like we're just talking about COVID it's like welcome back to COVID I know yeah podcast. yeah this is like this is just like catch up on life <laughs> yeah exactly for a few minutes and now hey. on like art stuff but this is where it's at so well I'll, I'll make it a little more artsy um how has it affected how has the the I call the virus which will not be named how has that (laughs) affected your art process and creating art I know you've talked about that a little bit but you know have you been been able to create much well I if we take it back to um last year I was very fortunate because this time it was it actually came up because people started sharing like the one year you know um 
photos or whatever. Right. And it was last year, just around this time, it was in May, end of April, May. And we did the, we did this project, this community project, um, Jeremy Novi and a couple other street artists got together um, with Art Share LA mm-hmm. and I, and we did, we were beautifying the city. So we went around and did a bunch of murals during COVID. This was like main COVID, you know, begin, well, not beginning because it kind of began in March or something, but. This is OG But yeah, COVID. a couple months. Yeah, this is OG COVID, like last year, 2020. <laughs> yeah, so that, I think that really sparked something where it, it was really motivational. And like, we saw it. Yes, we were being safe because we were all being like distance, like painting at a distance. Mm-hmm. But we kind of used this time to kind of explore and expand and like beautify because we, we had the potential with all the boarded up buildings, unfortunately. Right. You know, the, the businesses were built, boarded up, but that gave artists canvas, like blank canvases to go and kind of paint the city. So well, and talk about turning so, something negative into something positive. Yeah, I felt really good about uh, about that. I was very fortunate that he asked me to be a part of it. And um, it was like 10 of us or something. It was like eight or I think like eight of us or something. And we were kind of doing them like every month. Like we were doing, I, I think I did like six or seven murals during that time, like that span of like, it was kind of a rushed thing where we would get a business, you know, we would get kind of permission or we would kind of have like pseudo permission right. um, to go. <laughs> We're like, well, they're not there. Um, <laughs> if you're not there, <laughs> that's permission. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> we kind of have permission, but um, <laughs> some of it, yes, yeah, some of it, no. Um, like uh, Wasteland and, and I remember West Down, uh, downtown LA, they allowed us to do like their whole block you know, which was really cool. So oh, that's awesome. it was like mini gallery, you know, we kind of created like these street art mini galleries outside, like outdoor gallery spaces. So that was a lot of fun. And then I think that just kind of trickled over into like this year where now I just want to do, you know, I'm just doing more of that. And so, yeah, just trying to like take something negative into a positive, because if I'm doing a mural, I can kind of just, you know, paint, paint either by myself sometimes I have a friend like helping or whatever but yeah it doesn't feel like we're being unsafe or anything I feel like we're doing we're doing something you know positive for the community I had a lot of people come up and say you know that they really appreciated the work and you know bringing something bright and and um like a little bit vibrant to what's going on yeah I think people needed that so much this year so that's yeah. that's awesome. It was funny how the arts kind of had a resurgence, it felt like, during COVID. I think because everybody was at home, everybody was depressed, mm-hmm. everybody wanted mm-hmm. to see things that were inspirational, whether that was in their home or like out on the streets like you're talking about. Yeah. It must have been easier to do murals because there was probably not as much foot traffic too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like nobody was out. I mean, some people were out like walk, they would walk their dogs or... yeah. But you know, but it was it wasn't anything like. And now it's busier; things are kind of back to normal. But and I'll still go out, you know, and do some murals and stuff. But yeah, I feel like it's it, it is like a little bit harder now. But it's still like the way to go for me. Like it's it just like it gets it out there, mm-hmm. and I feel like it is 
bringing that art and the the like I think we realized how essential art is and and how uplifting it is whether yeah whether it's in your home like I saw a lot of that I saw like a lot of people um interested in work last year and this year yes and hopefully that you know hopefully people are realizing how and I had a big realization because when everything shut down my Jeremy who put the thing together I had I was like, I don't think we were, you know, we sh- were supposed to be out or whatever. I was like, it's kind of like essential workers. And I remember him telling me art is essential. And I just yes. thought, you're right. Yes. You're so it's right. So true. Like, why was I not thinking about it in that, in those terms, like of how important it is and what it gives, you know, what it gives to people. So I but always not keep only, that. In- yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I was going to say not only to uh, the viewer, but also to the artist, like, Talk about being mm-hmm. able to express what's going on inside you, inside the community, what's going on with the world right now. If I hadn't mm-hmm. had that outlet, that's why like, I hurt my back recently and, and I'm getting better. But that plus the pandemic was just like, oh, so depressing because all of a sudden I, it took away my, you know, my ability to kind of, yeah, to get that out of my body. So um, yeah. I think that's also, uh, it's functioning for the artist as well as the viewer. So that's really cool. Well, I wanted to ask you, so I think... I met you through Shockbox and you're friends mm-hmm. with Kim Swank, right? Yes. I was trying to, I was like taking it back. I'm like, wait, where, <laughs> how, tracking it back. Yes. All from Kim, I think. Yes. So did she introduce you to Shockbox? Mm, I don't think so. I I don't think it was like that. I think it was mm-hmm. like, I, I knew about Shockbox and then I found out that she knew about Shockbox and then I was asking her about it oh, okay. and, kind of, and kind of like, Hey, what's your experience? What's this about? Because it's so far from me. <laughs> I was I know. like, it, took it feels me like a it's while. far from everybody. Yeah. It took me a while to just be like, okay, this is, this is a great group of people. Like, I think I was just kind of asking her, like testing it out. And she was just like, you know, I had all good things to say. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think one artist there has had anything negative to say. I know I saw you in a bunch of the shows, like a couple of your neon pieces really stand out to me. The ones with the, the neon glasses. Um, oh, yeah. And then the neon, I think it was like a smiley face on the... Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like the Nirvana smiley face. Yes, the on Nirvana the one. Yeah. Those are awesome. Those, I love those pieces. I am. That's what I'm hoping to work on. I'm I'm very fortunate right now to have too much work commissions and and um like this school mural project I'm going to be working on next week but I I have this that's the one you put on your Instagram right yeah yeah I have nice. a piece ready um to be adding neon to so I'm trying to mix now I want to mix abstracts with neon so that's going cool. to be my next you know exploration because I I think I just try and listen to you know, what's interesting to me or what's exciting. Mm -hmm. And I found, you know, I'm like getting more into abstract stuff. And, and then, yeah, I really love the neon. And then I just wanted to use the neon to kind of highlight certain issues or certain, you know, elements, certain subject matter or whatever. So I'm trying to play around with that idea. That's so cool. I love that you're experimenting. I see you 
like I used to do a lot of uh, iconic kind of pop surrealism too. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of like, I really relate to your work. Um, I even had like a strong feminine series that I did of like nine or 10 women, including my wife. Um, and I saw, I see some kind of like similarities in our themes in our work. And I, I love that. And I love the, your, your bold, bright, vibrant colors. And I can see a transition where you could easily get into abstract. So that's cool. How do you do the neon? Is that something that you do yourself or do you have like another neon artist you collaborate with? Well, I, I use this shop downtown that I really love because I kind of, you know, came to him with not, I I went to a couple other people and I just, I went to him as uh, someone recommended. And as soon as I gave him like, oh, this is what I want to do. He got it like immediately. And he was just like, oh yeah, we can do that. And and like, I thought it was like nice. weird, like I'm bringing this, you know, I'm bringing this almost three quarters of the way done painting to someone to then add the neon on. And like, I needed to make sure that it was going to be like safe and, you know, like, <laughs> it wasn't going to burn down the gallery or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like bringing you this work, you need to know that it's, you know, cool. So yeah, I met him and then uh, he actually employs a woman that has been doing the glass blowing for like decades. So she's super professional and like super talented. And yeah, it just made me feel good to be able to find somebody that understood what I was going for because I felt like it was a little just like a little hard to explain. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not making neon art. I'm just embell I'm kind of just adding like the element of neon to you know, this, these works. So yeah, it's almost like an accent. Yeah. 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 I was going to say embellish, but it's like not, yeah, it's an accent. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I mean like the pieces are also, you can see they function well by themselves, but then you have this little accent that really brings them to life. I'm, I'm curious, just do you pay them for their work ahead of time or is it something where you could actually oh, yeah. oh, I sell a piece and then, you know, split some of the proceeds or whatever? Oh no, it's just I use it as a I use them as a vendor basically okay. so that I pay them right out and so they can, you know, continue their their work. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's cool. I don't, Cause I yeah, I was thinking for me it'd be complicated otherwise. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, it would be weird like later on splitting, you know, the commission or something. Oh um, I already I, have to like deal with that for so I don't know if you do that, you know, but just with like all these galleries and then I have places oh, yeah. that I that I want to donate money to and, and so like having to wrangle all that is already like <laughs> keeping it like, simple so hard is always to keep best. track yeah of everything oh yeah and then if you have your work I, I know you're on um Sachi in a couple of places like I'm all over the place mm-hmm. with I sell a lot of stuff online a lot of work online and it's one of those things where you have to really be on top of updating your your catalog too, like if you sell a piece. I was listening, yeah, yeah, I was listening to what you were saying and how you like updated almost like daily or ever, like with news. I don't, ha- I, I just can't even like, I don't do like a lot of sales online. I want to mm-hmm. get better at that. But yeah, just those online platforms, it's so hard for me to like keep everything updated. It's hard. Yeah. Cause like sometimes I'll sell, so I put together some like diptychs and triptychs of different pieces that kind of, exist on their own first and if you sell one you gotta be like oh now i gotta mark four pieces as sold on like seven different platforms you know what i mean right yeah it's kind of a pain in the ass but um 
that's cool. I, I'm interested in in talking to you because I'm I'm interested in like the business of art too. And I know mm-hmm. you kind of seem like I don't maybe you wouldn't categorize yourself this way, but a little bit of like a hustler. Like you're doing a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing murals. You're doing like you're doing uh, collage. You're doing prints. You're doing NFTs, which we'll get into later. But first of all, where do you work? Where are you located? Are you located downtown? Uh, no, I'm in Studio City. Oh, you're in Studio City. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. We're in the Valley. We're yep. up in Tarzana. You are? Yeah. I moved up here about two years ago. Oh, yeah, my I used God. To be on the I west had side. no idea. <laughs> yeah. You were West Side. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be West Side. I have to come do a okay. studio visit sometime. Oh, my gosh. Please. Yes. Yeah. That'd be um, cool. My studio now, uh, I have a shared studio space, which I'm so fortunate. That also happened the end of last year. So, like, you know, all these new, all these new awesome things kind of happened like randomly, you know, like towards the end of the year, beginning of the year. And so that is in WeHo and I share it with some lovely, lovely artists. And yeah, I might, we might all be, you know, we might be moving in, um, I think June or something, but I think I'm still staying in West Hollywood. So, which is good. Okay. So yeah, moving yeah, but I work out of my, I used to just work out of my house and then luckily you know had this opportunity and so I took it that's cool I've always worked alone too and like in my Mm -hmm. studio I mean in school I did some stuff where I I stuck around I had a studio there and I worked around people but you like working with other artists does that you feel like that helps you uh, stay inspired or can you do it either way I can do it either way I this was a test another thing you know I just feel like it's like again just experiment check try things out if they mm-hmm. don't work, you're not, you know, married to it or whatever. It's fine. So um, this was another, like, because I always work by myself. Or I would just be at home and then I do something and I have my husband, like, put his eyeballs on it, you know, and be like, just having, like, another set of eyes is good. So I'd be yes. like, hey, check this out, you know. So sometimes I do that. But really, I was just always kind of just working by myself. Yeah. But yeah. I kind of wanted to see, you know, what it what it's like. and. I think all our hours are so different that maybe most, you know, most of the time I am just working by myself and then people will be there if I go at night or whatever. Some people will be there. We kind of work together and just kind of talk. And that was really fun. It felt like that's a really cool. Nice, yeah. Cause really that's hard nice as an artist to get a community, you know, that you really dig. Oh yeah. I think so, that's the best thing that's coming out of, um, I think the mindset of, of people wanting that community now more yes. so than I think before. I think people are really realizing how valuable it is. I agree. And how many other artists are there in, in the studio that you share? I would say um, four. Yeah, four. Four. Okay. So four, four so, plus me. Yeah. So five total. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's cool. Well, I, we've gone off topic just because it's been interesting to talk to you, but mm-hmm. um, I wanted to go into your origin story. I always have people talk about their origin story, how you got into art. Oh. Um, start as early as you want, take as long as you want, uh, or as short. <laughs> it can be five seconds oh. if you want. <laughs> no, how did okay. you start out? Oh, well, I would say I really started when I moved to Los Angeles. I was always, I, I came from New Jersey and my dad's very creative. He's a creative person. My grandma, um, she was a really great painter. My dad's painter, sculptor, oh, wow. uh, potter. He was into everything, pottery, woodworking, you know, but, um, but no one did it like for a, no one, no one did it as a career, like a career choice, you know? Right. So it, it was always just like, 
it was around and you know luckily i think i was i remember going to a couple um like the philadelphia museum you know maybe once or, or so like when i was little but i would always draw it was always like an escape for me like drawing or doing something i wasn't very good at it but i would do stuff that was like creative sewing was a big thing and you know all sorts of just trying trying different things but when i moved out uh, i moved to georgia and then i moved to california here and then i remember going to this crazy show i i found out later that it was a do you know cannibal flower that sounds familiar i'm not sure it, though so uh elsie from think space gallery he's a gallerist yes. and he's co-owner of think space right mm-hmm. yep um so Elsie, uh, he used to do it. He's still doing it, but I mean, COVID and stuff. But like back then, like, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, it was like big. He would throw like these really cool parties and, and all this stuff. And it would all be uh, like art centric. So he would like mentor these artists and then put a show on basically. Um, oh, that's cool. So that you would have the experience of having your art up on a wall, have people see it, mm-hmm. view it display it how it's displayed you know all that stuff and and it was really um that really changed my understanding and and just my my path I think because were those kind of like chocolate and art pancakes and booze those types of things or it was before yes it was like I would say it was the original idea for those yeah but he would do something I think his his was more community centric so I found out about him because he did portfolio reviews. So I went in. Oh, nice. And I, and I showed my, you know, at that time I was doing something totally different. And um, I was doing this like faceless series that I would paint and I showed him, but then I showed him like a portfolio or whatever. And then he saw the collage stuff. He's like, why aren't you doing this? I'm like, I don't know. I was just playing around. And he was like, uh, do this. Think about this. Come back bring me a piece and we'll talk about it. So then, and that's what I did. I continued, you know, I brought some stuff, brought some work back and he goes, Oh, you nailed it. Like this is, you know, try to explore this. And we just kind of worked, kind of mentored me a little bit. That's you know, awesome. In the beginning. And yeah, just kind of went from there. So, and then he did the shows and stuff like that. So I think the difference between him and those other shows, cause I've done, I did pancakes and booze. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't for me. It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't for me either. Um, yeah, it's not for me. But the difference, I think, between what he was doing is that he would mentor the people that that they ended up showing, you know, and he wasn't there to be taking money like, you know, oh, you have to, you know, charging per hanging the each piece or what. It wasn't about that. It was literally like, we're throwing, we're doing this thing. We're going to put up your art. So it's being shown. So it was like purposeful, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I really appreciated that. I really like that really helped me. I like that it's community based too. Yeah. That's what I said. I felt like it was all just, you know, he got to DJ what he, he, he loves doing and it was just like bringing the art community together. So it was really nice. So yeah, that's kind of where I started. And then I just kind of, you know, expanded and explored all after that, you know, and always i'll always go back to him for advice on on stuff and and have him you know check out my work or or whatever and then another street artist in la his name's teacher and 
he kind of taught me this stencil technique. So then I, I was making paper stencils mm-hmm. um, before that. And then he, he taught me uh, like a reusable stencil technique. So then I can, you know, you can reuse the stencil more than once. So yeah, I was watching a little I bit mean, of your YouTube kind of like a tutorial. Oh. It was like a crash course in making um, stencils. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then I always try and be like, this is not traditional stencil. <laughs> like this isn't, this right. isn't the first thing you should do. <laughs> like, Oh, I want to make a stencil. This is not, you know, typically how you, how you do it, but this is how I do it. So that was really great. So I just think like being in the art community, like immersing ourselves in the art community, Gabba gallery gave me my first like solo show. Nice. And um, yeah, so that's been the, you know, been the path basically. I know a lot of artists who show with Gabba Gallery and they've always been on my radar, but for some reason I just haven't gotten in there, but um, I want to check them out more because I, I always hear such mm-hmm. good things about them. Donna, Donna Bates, if you don't know her, you need to. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's I awesome. So much. It's funny how you can be in LA and like, cause I've been doing this down here for probably about 18 years. And um, it's funny how you can yeah. be like in the same arts community, but have like different pockets that you find. Wow. You know what I mean? I Isn't that weird? I, I, it, it drives me crazy because I want to meet, you know, so many more people. And then I'm like, wait, who, who's this group? Yeah. Like, I don't know these people, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, on the, especially on the West side is hard, but like, yeah, like I look up and I'm like, man, who are all these people? I need to get to know them. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. I know. There? When I first started out, it felt like it, maybe it was just my experience. Cause I didn't, I know people who talked about going to uh, downtown first, how there's like a really vibrant downtown scene and community kind of like Kim was talking about that with me. And when I first came down here, I felt very isolated. I don't know if it was just my, I thought. yeah, my, yeah, yeah. It was all I just felt, everything felt so spread out, disconnected. I had my little pockets mm-hmm. of friends and galleries and stuff, and I was just showing everywhere, but I felt like I'd have to travel so far each time I showed my work. And it was like, I'd never really established any roots so it's cool to hear that you, I mean, I have now, but um, it's cool to hear that you found like a community and then even like a mentor because yeah. uh, that's so important. I had a mentor in college and I worked with him after college, but finding a mentor, I think yeah. is so important as an artist. Yeah. I'll tell everybody that they ask me, that's like the first thing that I tell them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, what did, how did you do? I wouldn't, I literally, I wouldn't have been doing what, I'm doing I don't think otherwise is is I I didn't have anyone I didn't even understand what I wanted to do you know myself and just having a mentor really kind of just helped me like bring that out and like having someone actually believe that you can do something is a big deal so mentor or just you know supporter or something is 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 helpful to really get people to like take the next step Yeah. I think it's like, we all crave a little bit of validation as artists because it's Mm -hmm. such a hard career path. You know, it's like, everybody tells you, Oh, you can't make any money as an artist. It's so hard. And then, but when you get some validation from an outside source, it's like not your family, you know, or your best friend or something. (laughs) Oh, this is a person who I don't know who kind of knows something about the art world. And they're telling me my work's good. That, that gives you kind of the moxie to kind of keep going. I think. Yeah. Definitely. Some people are just born with it. They have it, but I just, I really didn't. I had so many doubts and so much, like, so many things to o- overcome, I felt like. So, sorry, my, my doorbell's ringing. <laughs> this is not a professional podcast. Um, 
<laughs> Alexis is going is going or Alexis going off and, and, yeah. and the doorbell. But anyway, that's fine. Okay. I, I like to leave all this stuff in. Um, oh yeah, this is, so life. this is life. This is life. That's right, especially nowadays. Yeah. So that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. How did you get? So I think you said you got involved with more murals through um, art space. Um, well, I, well, I started, I did one, my first mural was with GABA, okay. with GABA Gallery in their alleyway project, which that, I remember going and, and doing that one, I think my son was like eight months old or something. I, I left my, I, I had my friend watch my like baby and my husband and I went and banged out this mural for them all. It was like, I don't know if it was. 10 feet 20 feet I don't remember what it was but it was like by three it was really like a small like a weird size but we did this about ba- this um ballerina paper doll thing and it was pretty cool but yeah I just remember cool. like going and I couldn't even enjoy it too much I just kind of like painted it real fast because I needed to get back to my son because I had like never left him with anybody before right so ridiculous <laughs> But yeah, he gave me the first um, mural, like, yes, you can, you can do this. Like, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then, um, yeah, that kind of just opened everything up. Yeah, I can do this. Like, this is, I can totally do this. Yeah, um, because it's daunting at, the, at first, right? Like, oh my God, oh, it, a mural? It, yeah, it's so strange. Like, um, and I also had, um, just didn't understand, you know, how to kind of implement my, style in in a mural form because I was using traditionally I was using you know like recycled magazines as the base and then I would use stencils and then I would paint you know so it wasn't what other people were doing and I felt like if I got rid of the magazine uh, you know aspect of it or whatever it was kind of just like what everybody else was doing yeah so yeah like it wouldn't have your kind of footprint yeah yeah, and he was like, don't worry about that. It's going to be yours anyway. And I was like, all right. So I think it's just about, you know, that, you know, like letting go of any excuses that you're giving mm-hmm. yourself and just do it and then like do another one. And then well, do pushing yourself one. out of your comfort zone a little bit too, right? Yeah, and you'll just learn each time you'll learn something. Like I learned from that one, like I really got to figure out my background. Like, yes. <laughs> that yes. one, like I definitely figured that out, you know whatever but it's just learning experiences of doing something and then just doing more of that just getting better at it yeah and I think also I know when I did my first mural I was like oh man this is like for public consumption this is I did it actually in an office it was like two office spaces for tap out you know the tap out company oh yeah yeah I did a couple for their office spaces and I was like, oh, man, it kind of forces you to step up your game a little bit because you're like, oh, these are going <laughs> for everybody at this cool yeah. company to see <laughs> every day. So I got to oh be like here. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I was interested. Do you do stencils at all on your murals, too? Or are they too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that was a whole other thing of like, OK, well, if I'm going to get bigger, then how do I do that? And that that turned into um, doing stencils cut in in like segments so I would do like an eight foot stencil like this Frida piece that I did and it was in three parts so it would be like it could have been project I mean I could have just project you know projected it or or whatever right but my understanding of my you know what I was doing at the time was yeah I, I made like this eight foot stencil and just cut it into parts oh that's cool so then I w- 
yeah. So then I would just do that for like the, you know, started getting, you know, just doing much bigger and bigger pieces and stuff like that. That's how yeah. I would do it. So for any artists listening who want to get into the mural game, do you have mm-hmm. any recommendations? A hard one. I think figure out who else in your area might be doing them mm-hmm. and ask their history or opinion or like, you know, how, how did you do this maybe in, in your area? Cause I feel like it's different everywhere. It is like yeah. LA, I, you know, here, I feel like, I don't know. You, you see, you see a lot. You can just tag, you know, like DM that person and say, Hey, how did, you know, how'd you go about this? I have a bunch of people doing that. Like people uh, message, message me all the time. So, yes. Um, and then and that's something we didn't have available to us back in the day, right? Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. DM any artist you want. Yeah. Before you just had to like figure out where they're painting and just show up. Yeah. Yeah. Go stalk there. them. <laughs> yeah. You basically like just stalk people. So, um, yeah, pretty much just the same mentality. <laughs> just stalk some artists and then, <laughs> um, yeah, figure out, or you can contact businesses or you can contact nonprofits. So that's, that's kind of how I would go about For it. For sure. And you've also done some I, of those electrical boxes, right? For the cities? Yes. Yeah, so that, that's, I've done a few of that's those like, too. Oh, good, good, yeah. They're so fun. And you know, Burbank right now um, has has an open call for that. Oh, nice, um, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah so they have one. And um, those have been really cool experiences, just the amount of people that have seen those, maybe even more so than like the murals. But I really enjoy doing those because I'm able to kind of put a message out there in the community. And I feel like those are very purposeful, you know, and putting, yes. putting artwork out there that I feel like has a purpose of being there and being seen and stuff. So Sure. And also it can be specific to different areas, like maybe some sort of message mm-hmm. catered towards a, an area of town, you know, like whether you're yeah. in West Hollywood or you're in South Bay or whatever, you know, the Valley, your message might be a little different, but I wanted to yeah. talk to you about message because I know that's really important to you and your work. And uh, like, I, I just wanted to read your, first of all, I'm another, I'm an, a fellow art storefronts artist. So I don't know if you knew that. You but are. Yeah, yeah. When I came oh on your God. site, I knew right away. I was like, oh, art storefronts. Oh, nice. How's your experience been with them? Um, I need, maybe I can pick your brain, you know, at some point with this, because I'm so, I'm so focused on like my limited edition prints and things like that. I don't even know if people know that I am, you know, selling other prints and, you know, like what they offer, like the prints on metal, all the prints on. Yeah. Everything. 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 Yeah, Are you with Bay Photo? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my fulfillment. So they're up, yeah. Cause they're on the West side. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's been um, just like, again, last, the end, the very end of last year, I started that. Oh, okay. So yeah. Recently. I did a whole like, yeah so most of it was just getting a new website getting new you know getting all that kind of straightened out and then I just now like recently like two weeks ago hired a virtual assistant to help me mostly with that stuff mostly with like the art storefront back-end marketing stuff so yeah I'm excited for all of that yeah it's smart they have a lot of well first of all they're really good at teaching artists like a blueprint of how to kind of market your work they've Mm -hmm. got great print services 
and yeah, kind of unlimited potential with the site. It's difficult. Like there's a learning curve. Like when I started, I was at like 900 paintings to upload. So it oh, took right. me about, I think it was like four months straight of just working on my website right. to get all my stuff up. And I'm sure you probably had a, a similar experience. That's what I felt, I, yeah. I felt like just recently I'm like, Oh, it, I just started doing, I hired someone, my friend to do like SEO copy. Mm -hmm. It's still not done. It's still, I have to add a couple pages, what you're saying with like the message and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I need to add like a page to kind of like explain that and, you know, get into it a little bit more. And yeah, I'm still, it's still in the process. (laughs) Yeah. It's always in a process. It's always going to be, yeah. It's always evolving and the technology is changing. But, but the one thing I wanted to say to you was, I mean, I couldn't tell that you, you know, weren't happy with right now because I think it looks great. I, I love yeah. your commission part. I thought that was awesome. You have like a book a commission yeah. page and you can like fill out an actual form and there's a price sheet. I thought that was awesome. I might oh, steal yeah, that I from you. It's from them. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I haven't been paying attention, I guess. Yeah. They have like a whole page. That form is there for <laughs> Oh my God. I didn't even notice so, that. Is that, is that new? Yeah. I don't know. I just knew that it was important to me because people kept asking me or yes. um, it's like, luckily, you know, I was like putting, I was trying to actually like manifest that and like put it out in the universe. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do, um, I wanted to do more commissions and things like that. So I was like, Oh, I need, I really need to make that a page and yes. clarify, you know, cause once I understood the process of my commission process, I needed to just get it out there so I didn't have to keep repeating it. And then having the price guide, honestly, like, I don't know how many people feel about, you know, having, um, having prices out there like that. I don't know, but I find it helpful. I think it's great. Because someone, someone can just look at it and go, Oh, yes or no. Like, yeah, you can, I, you can do this or you can't, do, or you need to wait, you know, like, Mm-hmm. maybe save up and, and wait or, or do whatever you need to do within your budget or whatever. I think it's extremely important. And I think a lot of artists don't think about it this way, but you have to kind of think about what it's like for somebody who's not an artist, who's trying to mm-hmm. collect what their process would be like. Like if I were, if I didn't know anything about the art world or anything about buying a painting, I would probably be intimidated you know, to come and go like, how do I approach this artist about commissioning them? And here you go. Oh, it's broken down right here for me. (laughs) So yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that's great. Uh, I'm going to steal that. And I I guess I'm not actually stealing it, but (laughs) yeah, you're just using what uh, you're using the same resource. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was, that was part of like, you know, that just happened like a couple months ago. So I'm just like still working on adding all all these things and I still have to go into the pages and I think do the detail part oh <laughs> it's so like, much you, you get the point you get it it's already <laughs> yeah yeah for now no but it looks but, great and then you get the merch you got like the puzzles t-shirts stickers beanie hats gift cards that's awesome and then obviously your, your originals the section. Yeah, yeah yeah I I love it because I just feel like before it was so clunky and and so just un yeah, I just didn't look at it. It wasn't appeasing, you know, mm-hmm. like my, my web, my old websites over the year. I've tried everything. I had Shopify before this, but. Oh, you did? I just, yeah, I just felt like the themes, like, and how I wanted it. Art storefronts did exactly what I, what I wanted it to look like. And I was trying to have someone build it. Yes. In Shopify. Yep. <laughs> to do what they're doing. And it was so convoluted. So. Yeah. And I like how they're constantly kind of evolving 
uh, and, and trying to stay up with the times. The one thing I mm-hmm. gotten on them about, and they kind of brushed me off for some reason, or not brushed me off, mm-hmm. but it was like, eh, this is not something that we're doing. Um, I was trying to get them to link up with uh, Instagram because I think that's important. You know how you could like purchase or you can have a little clickable shop on Instagram. That would be nice. That would be nice if they could do that. So I'm going to follow up with them about that. But they're just like, oh yeah, we're not really working on that. So yeah, it's some other like notes for them too. (laughs) Well, and normally they do listen, but um, I think you need enough people to kind of get on them about a certain subject and then they'll take it seriously. But I like for you to, yeah, with your prints, like I love that they have the whole augmented reality thing too. So you can yeah. kind of see it in your place, uh, what size it would be. I'm trying to get them to do that with originals too, because I think that's important. But anyway, yeah, just wanted to say, okay. I, I love your site. But um, the reason why I came over to your site was because I wanted to read your blurb at the, at the beginning, just so people who are not you know, aware of oh, your work know, know who you are. It's, um, it just says, contemporary artist Amy Smith creates a bold mixture of figurative paintings, including her iconic women portraiture series, limited edition prints, illustrations, digital collages, abstract paintings, digital cityscapes, and inspirational merchandise. Using different techniques, her work celebrates unity and empowerment, feminism, social and environmental justice, and messages that inspire love and hope. That's great. Do you still feel that that, like that kind of encapsulates what you're doing? Yes, because that was just written like uh, last month. Okay. <laughs> so. I, hope, I hope so then. So, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's definitely like, I don't even know if anything was there before. I don't remember, but that really took a minute. Like I, I sat down with somebody and, and talked about everything I do because, and I'm still trying to figure this out is that I have all these different styles that I've done over the years that I still enjoy doing. I just like the gallery stuff is, is mostly like the portrait, the portrait mm-hmm. work at the moment. Right. But, oh, yeah. um, but I don't want to neglect the other stuff. So it sounds like there's a lot, you know, like the illustration, the digital cityscapes that I have on there, they're fun for me to do. I, when I would travel around, that's, I would go and I would take my travel photos and come home and, and mess with them and, you know, create these really vibrant cityscapes. And like, I remember going to Chicago and, I got a call from this company that I work with called Turning Art. And they were like, do you have any Chicago cityscapes? And I was like, I'm in Chicago right now. Oh, wow. And so I just, I just made a whole series of Chicago, like by just being there, you know? So oh, that's awesome. It just, but like, I like exercising different ways of, you know, being creative. So I just don't exactly know how to share that with everybody. So I had, yeah, I had somebody like kind of help me like, understand that it's okay to to be doing all of this it's all relative it's all art you know yes yes that's me too I feel like you're preaching to the choir here because I'm the same way I've got so many different styles that I've worked on over the years and I feel like there's such a pressure to like pick a style stick with it and just keep you know regurgitating the same theme over and over again no because that's what people know you for and that's what they you know it's like I don't care what people expect from me at all like that's the old gallery system in my opinion yeah that's the old school like when there's all the gatekeepers back then oh you have to continue to do this this and that might have worked back then but every you know people are smarter than that People are aware. They can look at two yeah. different things. They can hold two different ideas in their mind at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we just have to like, as artists, we have to evolve and respect that like our collectors will, you know, be able to distinguish. And like, I've had people collect, 
I still have people buy like a portrait that I did from 13 years ago. Like I still have people buy wow. stuff like that. So no. And I, and I want to keep revisiting that too. I, I do a portrait or pop surrealism from time to time still. And oh, I just want to go with whatever excites me. So yeah, oh, keep good. doing it. Keep doing it. Well, that, no, that's good to hear because I, like, I feel like I can do all the things. I just don't know. Like I have trouble sharing mm-hmm. all of the things because I don't want it to just feel like, oh, she's just lost her mind like, all over the place <laughs> like what is she doing right now yeah like, oh yeah. I decided to do this other thing that has you know it's like so completely different but yeah I think it's just about like sharing it and going like oh this is what I'm into now you know yeah. for a little while whatever it is but well and if you don't mind my friend Alejandro Castagnon he oh, he does yeah. a lot of different styles too and he actually creates different Instagram profiles for his different styles that's what i was wondering yeah yeah and he does like etsy shops for his different styles too and and he said it helps him with kind of the seo of each different style because if it's all over the map it's like when it does the whole crawling google does its crawling or whatever all the seo it it doesn't know how to categorize you so yeah so he says that helps a lot and i think that's that's a cool tip so you know maybe something you want to do i haven't done that but maybe something you want to look into i don't know yeah, that's interesting because a lot of um, companies and and that kind of stuff, like the cityscapes and stuff. I did a really cool project for this company in New York, and I digitally designed this collage city vinyl for like six floors in a in an office building. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever share that stuff because it's like, oh, it's a different series of work or whatever. Right. So yeah, it might it might be cool to kind of just check it out and and do both but i think it's yeah, fun it's, yeah sorry it's fun it's like just keep doing what is, is exciting or interesting to you you know yeah you don't want to lose that passion you don't want to be like oh i gotta just do more of this sometimes you also just need like a palate cleanser like i feel like i'll be doing a style for a while and then i'm like oh i need to do a couple fluid pieces or i need to do yeah. a figurative piece and then i'm back at it it's just you know yeah. we got to keep ourselves excited i think that's the digital like the pop not the pop art but the iconic women series kind of mm-hmm. gives me an outlet of oh let me just do this because then I can be done it's not like it's not going to take me you know I don't have to do all the techniques and stuff it's just all digital so yes. I can just be done with that and just go Whew, all right all right back on to this, <laughs> this, doing this other thing. <laughs> I get that out of my system yep yeah I just kind of get it out like the like the Carrie Fisher one that I just did was like oh that's awesome uh, I love that piece I was like just thinking about it for a while and then it just felt good just to be like okay got that done feel good about that yeah well and then the um Audrey and the Greta uh Humberg, I think am I saying that right uh Thunberg Thunberg sorry yeah um I I always miss up her name but I I love what she's doing there's a great documentary out on her and Hulu too I'm sure you probably know that and then Audrey man we both have done I gotta you gotta look at my website sometime and see one of my old Audrey pieces that I did I did this big three foot by four foot kind of pop surrealist kind of a similar background to what you do actually Audrey piece and one of my Mm -hmm. friends from college bought it but um I love your Audrey piece too and I love Audrey Hepburn do you want to talk about any of that at all like what got you interested in these characters yeah because it took me a while to be okay I think now to to do them because Mm -hmm. my focus before because I just that is another thing I'm telling you like last year was just like it was horrible for a lot of people but 
it was also inspiring. I, I, I feel like it was inspiring because I started this series last year with the Maya Angelou piece. Yes. And another great piece. But I originally just was like, I'm never doing pop art. Like I just thought like, I'm never doing pop art. And then uh, for my own, for my own personal message was like, I was, I was trying to focus on real people, real women Mm -hmm. to celebrate real women. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, that's just what I'm doing. But then I thought I had this like desire to like do this piece. And I was like, well, what does that mean now? You know, and how am I going to, like, how can I do pop art, but just not do traditionally the same things that everybody else is doing, but still have a message behind the work. Right. So, because that's really important for me just to to give you something like visually pleasing, but also have a narrative and a, and a message like underlying, you know, beneath it or behind it or whatever. Yeah. So. So I realized that I could do that if if I was choosing. I talked to some people about it because I really, I, it wasn't it wasn't making sense to me. So talked to some people about it, and they're like, you can just choose the people that you want to portray for the reasons that you want. So like, I try and focus the series is iconic women, and even if it's somebody like Audrey Hepburn, she still has a history. She still has this history of like humanitarianism so and like philanthropy. So oh yeah. I Wasn't she like, one of the first UNICEF? Oh yeah. Just, she was yeah. like, yeah, she was like an ambassador UNICEF and she helped so many people, but her story is like really powerful just too of, of mm-hmm. how she was in the resistance. Like she would dance and like collect money, you know, get money to like help, help people that were fighting against the war and stuff like that. So yeah. Not really, no, you know, because all these documentaries, all these other things that are written up about these people, you can learn so much. And and I found that, like, I really enjoy that. I really, that's what I do to relax. I, I watch documentaries on people to relax. Like, that's me really too. relaxing. Me too. So I was like, let me figure out how to, you know, I was watching, uh, it started when I was watching the Maya Angelou um, documentary, and it was on her birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, let me let me watch this for her birthday. And like, I learned so much and I just started, you know, cause you can't do one thing at a time. So I was on the computer and um, I started making the, her portrait while I was watching the documentary and going, Oh, I need to grab that. Oh, I need to grab that. Or like, you know, just putting this together. And it was just like a playful thing. And then I realized like, Oh, this is, this is really cool. And this is like really inspiring to me. I thought it was a really cool way to show someone's life. So yes, I think it's about who, you know, who we're choosing to, to maybe celebrate or connect, you know, who you connect to. But um, I'd like to, I like to stick to like advocates and, and um, people that have impacted the world in like a positive way, making, you know, making change. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And a lot of the women you've chosen are just Perfect for it. I love these pieces. I love the Maya Angelou. I love the Greta Thunberg. I love the Audrey Hepburn. And um, uh, what was the last one I'm, I'm missing? The, the one you just I, did. I did AOC. I've done Kamala, and I've done um, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Carrie Fisher, right? You did that the... one was really cool. Like learning about because I I knew of her. You know, everybody knows like Princess Leia or whatever. But of course, yeah. Um, it's like yeah, come on. So everybody knows her. But 
and I know some people definitely know her story um, of um, struggling with like mental illness, but mm-hmm. actually listening to the interviews of her talking about her experience, that was really good for me to hear. So yes. just hearing, hearing from that perspective and then, you know, you're able to kind of maybe have like a different type of empathy mm-hmm. towards, towards people that are struggling with mental illness, because sometimes it just comes off in a way that you don't understand, you know, of course, and then just seeing from their perspective. So I, I just thought it was all of just doing the research on her was really, really powerful. Did you get to see the documentary on her and her mom, the HBO documentary? Oh, not yet. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. You get a little bit of a background on their dynamic and how mm. it affected her, you know, growing up having such a famous mother as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was reading yeah. a little bit about her experiences, like growing up and getting her photographs and everything. All Can you imagine? Man, I, I can't even oh, imagine. Terrible. I always yeah. thought when I was young, cause I was into, I came down here to act and paint. I was like infatuated with acting and my parents had like a movie theater when I was a kid. So I saw all these movies and I was like, I want to be, oh, cool. I wanted to be like famous from a very young age, but now, you know, getting older, looking back going, man, uh, I'm so glad that I wasn't, <laughs> I would probably not be alive today if I had been. Right. It's, it's, it's too much. Different time you know like yeah. maybe now you can you can treat it mindfully you know like people will be like a little bit more mindful but, <laughs> yeah. um, but i don't know yeah it's uh i just i think your brain when you're that young you just can't process i don't i think it's hard for adults to process but just throwing a kid into that oh i have a lot of empathy a, for child uh, stars yeah i wanted to do i on my list of, of people i also wanted to do um britney spears for that reason so i i haven't yet but but it's the fact that grown people especially when she was coming up grown people were treating her like sexualizing her at such a young age and that that was okay you know it's just so strange to think and then you're like oh why is she acting like this and i remember having conversations with my friends like they would they were looking on her Instagram and they sent they showed me this picture of her like painting or doing whatever and I'm like, You guys know she's not okay, right? <laughs> right. And they're like, No, she's just um why is she acting like the and I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. You just don't get it. You don't get it. You don't see yeah. the signs. Like <laughs> not, well, not having the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes too, okay. you know. I mean, I can't even yeah. imagine. It's it was like very... add up the pieces, you know what I mean? Right. Like, this isn't just like, oh, you're just seeing this person from right now. Like this person has a history. And I think that's what I enjoy about those those iconic women collage pieces because like you kind of see like there's a history of a person and mm-hmm. what they've experienced and there's context to that. But yes, you know, when you see it on TMC or you see it on whatever, it's like the context is not there. It's, it's all judgment at that point. And it's tracking. And you did the Notorious uh, RBG, right? Didn't you do that? Oh, as yes. Your... Yeah. I did. Yes. Oh, that That's was That's great, cool. too. I love it. Just, I, loved, I loved learning about her, too. Oh, my God. Strongest yes. woman there. She's amazing. And, uh, I mean, she, I wish she was still here <laughs> to, mm-hmm. today. She yeah. held out as long as she could, but, um, she, she really did, did so many good things for, for politics and for our country, uh, and for yeah, women, obviously. 
But um, I wanted to shift a little bit because I know I don't want to like take up your whole day unless you want to, of course. Oh, no, I can like, talk forever. Awesome. <laughs> we can talk forever. <laughs> um, so I was wondering because I, I want to get into NFTs in a minute, mm-hmm. but I know you work with a lot of stuff. You work with stencils, collage, digital art, painting, spray paint, illustration. Do you have a favorite or is it just like what we were talking about, how you'd like to just go with what inspires you in the moment? Yeah, right now, right now I've narrowed it down where I'm really focused on this, like, um, this abstract and neon situation that I haven't sorted out. So I think that's where I'm at now, but typically yes. I think it's just kind of going with, you know, the excitement of, of whatever I'm into. Cause I used to draw a lot and that's where the, uh, these other illustrations came from, but mm-hmm. I just haven't, it kind of transitioned um, into you know doing other things so but that's not to say like I won't go back and do that but yeah I think it's just whatever's exciting at the time or what I'm exploring at the time or I'm trying to figure out how to convey like a certain message oh what technique or or what style might fit that best you know right and then what and then also just like what's for me like what's cathartic and, and expressive for me and right now that seems to be like the free and more immediacy of, of like the abstract because the, all the other styles and techniques are, they take uh, longer <laughs> and yeah. like yeah. there's a lot more to the process. Mm-hmm. And right now I just feel like I'm, I'm in this exploration of color. And so that's just where I want to be. I love hearing right this. I love it. It makes me excited because I, I did the <laughs> same thing. Like I was like, so for 13, 14 years, I just did nothing but like portraiture, whether I was pop surrealism or whatever. And I loved it. And I was like getting it all out of my system. And then I just like had this desire to, to just shift into abstract. It just felt so much more freeing. And I was kind of exploring it with my backgrounds too. It was probably one of the best things I've ever done. And I'd be interested to I'm hear. Loving people, yeah. be I'm loving them. Yeah. I'm looking at your website now. So. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, I was, I'd be interested to hear if you have any people that like push back and are like, well, what happened to your figurative stuff? You know what I mean? Oh my um, gosh. I'm sure I'm going to get whatever people want to say, you know, <laughs> at, at whatever time. And it's like, yeah. Thank you. And thank you. And, <laughs> thank <laughs> you and this is what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of, I tested it out because I was scared of that. I tested yeah. it with doing these abstracts, which I'm creating this series of it's called Nothing Wasted. Mm-hmm. And so um doing these abstracts and I sold two out of three of them. Nice. And I just felt like, well, thank you. Like again, kind of like putting something out there, testing the waters mm-hmm. and then having such like a nice response. And then people just like commenting, Oh, I really love these abstracts. I'm like, oh validation right there you i can do whatever i can do anything like whatever you know like whatever you're into i think it's i think it's about the energy of like this is what you're into right now other people are going to connect with it because you're putting your authentic energy into it i completely agree i mean i don't know yeah well you're getting validation like you're getting instant validation that people not only like it but people are buying it too and for me I've gotten a couple of things like where people push back and say like, well, just because they, I don't know, maybe they have this hang up with the tradition of art and being like, well, I I can see, you know, the form and the process in your figurative stuff, but they don't understand Mm -hmm. abstract as much. So it's kind of like they don't validate it as is important or something in their own mind. But for me, all of that is baked into my abstract. Like I'm putting just as much 
emotion, probably more into my abstract and feeling getting in, you know, in touch with the present moment. And these things are just flowing through me more than they were when I was doing my figurative stuff. And it's almost like, you know, if you want to talk about digging deep, like I think you can do that at least as much with abstract, maybe even more. So I'm really excited for you and I'm excited to see this neon series. That sounds awesome. Thank you. And I think that I totally agree with what you're saying of like, I can put a lot, I think I put a lot of technical energy into the portraits and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, purposeful, you know, energy. And just, it's kind of like this physical layer of do, using all these techniques and stuff. And then the abstract is just so much more free flowing of at the moment and, and yes. just that expression and just like such a genuine, you know, expression of like movement and color and stuff. And, it's just two totally different ways of creating, I feel like. And they're both, I think they're all valid. It's just, yeah, they're all valid. I didn't understand, I literally didn't understand or appreciate abstract as much as I do now. So mm-hmm. I think I personally just had to wait until I was ready yes. to embrace it fully for what it is. And, and I guess have need that in my life and then go, okay, I'm, now I'm ready to do that. Yeah. I keep. I don't want to keep bringing this back to me, but you're, no, you're but preaching to the no choir. Idea. You did all these other things. And I'm oh like, yeah. Oh, this is my life. Like yep. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. So, it's crazy. It's really crazy. It but I, I'm excited to not, not not being the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now I've created yeah. probably like I don't know four or five hundred. No, no more than that. Six hundred abstract yeah. pieces. But because you know, I did so for fourteen cool. years. I probably did about three hundred figurative pieces but you know then this just explosion of painting came out of me like I I remember painting like three or four pieces in a day a couple times and I was like oh I love this but it doesn't but you know it's also you know the thing that I love about it for you too is you know the rules you know you know the rules you're drafting your work you know um, values you know composition you know all this but now you have the rules and you can break them with abstract Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people jump in the abstract before they even know how to draw. And I'm not saying that's wrong, yeah. but I think it's really interesting when a when a figurative artist makes that transition. It's cool. Oh my gosh. I'm like even more excited about it now. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm like, good. I need to get this done. Like, You're like, you. we gotta stop the podcast and I, I, gotta, know, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm just really I'm really excited for you. That's awesome. So well, okay, let's talk about NFTs real quick because I'm still it's like, it seems to be like everything that anybody's talking about. I have two voices in my brain talking about NFTs. One that's like, go for it, go for it, love it. And the other one that's like, well, it's not tested. Is it really going to stand the test of time? And both of those can exist at the same time, I guess. But what's your experience been with NFTs? I know you're on OpenSea. I created an account, but I haven't put up a piece yet. Have you been able to sell? What's, uh, What's your experience been like? My experience has been very strange. Like I got introduced to it by two of my friends that are in the space pretty much killing life, like amazingly uh, doing well. And they were in, you know, I think they were just in my, my one friend was in this since like 2018 or something like that. So he's been, uh, he was in early, you know, yes, he was just always there. Is this know? vaccine? And what, yeah. Yeah. I know him from and, doing some shows at uh, La Luz de Jesus back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, good. Yeah, so he was in, he's in the space, and my friend Justin 
from uh, Save Art Space is in there. They, like this is the only reason that I'm I'm gonna be there and see what happens is um, for a couple reasons because they're both traditional artists. They're not doing the motion graphic, post-apocalyptic, whatever you know type of art that that I have been traditionally seeing. That I'm just not a fan of. It's not for me. Yeah, I mean. Um. So there's a lot of stuff in this space at the moment that there's just a lot there's just a lot there but it's good to see and have the experience of people that are doing um there's actually another artist an abstract artist that my gallery represents i forget his name though he's doing well too with abstract art so i'm i'm trying to look towards like the more traditional artists and going is this you know is this gonna work you know for tradition more traditional contemporary art than like um you know memes and stuff like that right so, the digital trading cards yeah and, and and to whatever to each their own of, of whatever you know is happening at the moment is not sure. going to be what's happening later is is so i'm in it because i i like you said like you, you if it comes off as if i'm like a hustler type mentality i totally am because but I'm also just very curious. I'm curious yeah. about mm-hmm. what is going, what the benefits are, what's going to happen later, how it's being developed, you know, what opportunities there are to connect with other artists. So I think in, in the realm of um, curiosity, I think it's, it's exciting. Yeah. I haven't sold anything yet because I keep, I feel like I have to build up this following. And that's what I keep hearing is that like, I didn't have it. I wasn't on Twitter. I wasn't, you know, like I was mostly just using Instagram mm-hmm. and apparently like the conversations, the community is, they are on Twitter on and Twitter. They're on yeah. um, Clubhouse. Discord. Yeah. And, and Clubhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like, because I wasn't in the space previously, like they're kind of waiting for the boom to happen. I think now if it's flooded with a lot of people, and a lot of stuff but I think it's still valuable because a lot of those things are going to go away and it's going to yes. be the people that are still staying around um, like maybe like the traditional forms of art might have the the staying power in, yeah that's what I yeah. I personally I kind of think that of like what's going to be built upon this kind of platform is interesting where we Mm -hmm. can have all our own like virtual galleries you could go to you could have all of these different things that you can connect with other people so I think it's kind of more for that I think it's another way of um, like how we were talking about community I think it's another way to build a community of really super creative people yeah you know whatever they're doing if it's not your thing you might be able to find a way to connect and, and work together so there's even a club called NFT Collab Club, which I'm a part of and I'm hoping to explore soon, where they all just kind of talk, you know, like they help where each can other. You find and, this? Um, on Twitter or I would look on Clubhouse as okay. well. Mm-hmm. And um there's so many yeah, there's just so many people that I think are open to kind of working together that as an artist, whether you're gonna sell or not, I think is cool to learn something new and learn about other other artists and what they're doing so if you see it as like at that bottom foundation level 
And then everything above that is just benefit, you know? Like maybe don't I, I go into it thinking you're going to be a billionaire right when you Because I think I scene. went in originally all just like, oh, I'm going to make so much money doing this. And then I was <laughs> like, uh, no, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> right. Um, let's just explore what it is first and learn about what it is, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then, and then in addition to all of that, just because a lot of my stuff is focused on, on women, I feel like being in this space is necessary for me. Yeah. So it's necessary for women to be in spaces like this, taking up space, learning about it and telling other women about it. So I completely that's, agree. That's also part of, you know, not that like, oh, I feel like I have to take that on because there's a lot of, there's already like women of, of, of crypto art like started, you know, p- there are women in this, in this space doing the work and, and being really supportive. And I just want to be, you know, I just want to be there for that. That's cool. I like that. And I think also even just to take the art out of the equation, whether you believe in NFTs or not, well, I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of different types of NFTs. I mean, they're selling tickets, oh, like yeah. concert tickets on NFTs. They're, you mm-hmm. know, I like the Dallas Mavericks are making a lot of their money off of NFTs, trading like, you know, posters of of yeah. uh, NBA stars. But um, but also yeah. just the cryptocurrency and blockchain and and what can be mm-hmm. built off of all of that moving forward. It's kind of like the new internet. So um, yeah. I think it's important really for us all to know something about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like, just get educated. And that's what I told like another group of ladies that um, I talked to these street artists from New York were on a mm-hmm. group and it's like, just learn about it. You don't have to do it. Right. Just learn about it. Educate yourself. You want to be on it, do it. Yes. You don't. Great. But like, there are things that are going to be happening coming from all of this. So this is just yeah. like the beginning, even though it's like, I don't know. I I thought like, oh, it's not the beginning when people are like been doing this, you know, like our friends. It's still very new for it a lot for, for what is going to be able to be built and created and all this other stuff. So, I and I see companies jumping on, you know, really trying to figure out like galleries and different companies really trying to work their way into how, you know, how to be a part of it in whatever form they're going to be doing. So. Yeah. Well, I see, yeah. I see the interest that there's a lot of interest there and it's just like be there, check it out. But don't like really just don't stress over. I was stressing over for a minute. Like I know. I What's taught myself like I basically had to teach myself everything just like from listening to all these clubhouse like video you know, like <laughs> chats and stuff. And it was like did things wrong and all this stuff. And then I was like, I finally figured it out. Yeah. Well it, it's it's hard not to have anxiety about NFTs because I'm on Clubhouse too, and every art conversation, I don't know if it, it so much nowadays, but like <laughs> for a while, it was like they all just devolve into NFT conversations. And yeah, um, they really do. So you're like, oh man, I don't, I'm not on this. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. You start to freak out about it. But yeah, it's cool. It's, it is still new. I mean, it's cool, but I, yeah, I would like to um, go on Clubhouse. Do you do any um, talks on Clubhouse about? like non-NFT? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. Actually, my friend Alejandro and I and a couple other women, actually, um, Alex and uh, Bliss, we have the four of us, we're moderators on a group called The Sustainable Artist, and we do it every Thursday. Oh. Um, we're taking a Thursday off, I think, this week, and then we're going to be back on. Yeah, we just talk about all these things about being an artist and making a living as an artist and kind of like this podcast, but in a group format. So check it out. 
Okay, I'm going to look into that because I really need something that's not an NFT talk. Like everything oh, on mine is. We hardly ever talk about NFTs. Some people will come on and try to talk about them. But we <laughs> and you're like, shut it down. Shut it down. Lock it down. <laughs> yep, exactly. No, but Alejandro actually told me about NFTs a while back. And he has been on there. He does also kind of some iconic work. He sold a print that he, like a, an art that he created as a print that he converted into an NFT. It was like a Native American themed piece. And he sold that. So I don't know if he's making like, you know, amazing billions of dollars, but he's he's selling. So that's cool. Right. Yeah, no, it's good. Whatever it is, it's it's good because I've been investing in crypt in cryptocurrency um since two thousand eighteen. I just wasn't in nice. the, you know NFT space. So I've I've been there for just because like my brothers, you know, got me into it and I just believe whatever they say you know so that's um, good <laughs> I, go, uh-huh, I should have okay. done that i know <laughs> i listened to like tim ferris back in the day when they were first talking about it and i was like i don't i kind of understand on a surface level yeah. but i was like i'm not gonna invest in this until i know but i i think i missed the boat on <laughs> a couple of those and i know no, it's I still it's, changing but oh yeah it's there's so many so many things it's, it's cool though it's exciting and and we'll see what happens but yeah don't don't stress over it. And like, I would say listen first. I was not, I wasn't in the space of listening first. I was just like doing, I'm like, cause everyone's like, you need to do this right now. I'm like, Oh my God. But now just thinking like, okay, you can just listen. You can be in the space. You can listen, you can learn. And then you can, if you want to then start. Yeah. I think that's really good advice. And I think nothing kind of dissuades artists more than having a bunch of people telling them you have to do this, oh, right? Yeah. It's so like, really, calm down. <laughs> just leave me, leave me alone now. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, well, that's cool, Noah. Thanks oh, yeah. for sharing that. Um, we're actually going to do, we're thinking about like Scott Meskel and maybe Paul Rustan, me. And if you would like to join, we, we're thinking about doing maybe a round table down the road where we talk about NFTs a little bit more. I know we just talked about that. That's all people talk about, but I feel like we have to have a one podcast where we cover it, you know, and then we can just get it out of our system and move on. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, there's a lot, there's just a lot going on there and so many people doing like really cool things. It's, it's sometimes to me, it just feels like you have to find for my personal taste. I have to go find what people are doing that's like interesting to me which yeah. i wish it wasn't so hard to find those things i think i know yeah. i'm yeah sorry I, I i keep jumping in over you but um it's just you're, you're making me excited about these topics um oh good yeah, yeah. so i wanted to ask you because we both kind of have the little bit of the hustler art business mentality what are you focusing on i mean i know we just talked about nfts but what's something that you have a goal to focus on as far as you know bringing your art to the next level maybe um you know monetizing is there anything you're working on right now that has that in mind good question i think focusing on the website marketing tools Mm -hmm. i think is going to be really um necessary for me because i'll just make the work and then (laughs) no one will see it (laughs) yeah so i think for like business mentality is really just trying to have that balance you know because I want to I I have a show in September that I have to get ready for it's a show up um with this gallery called gallery 1202 which she sells a lot of my work and um where is it it's in Gilroy actually up north okay 
but she goes to all the she's taking my work to the affordable art fair this oh cool i think it's the end of this month or something like that is that the one in new york yes yeah nice she has like a, a wide reach with her fairs that she does as well and online on like um artsy and you know all these platforms and stuff mm-hmm. so that's super cool and i really want to make an environmentally focused show which yes. like came from the work that i was doing with the abstract the abstract series nothing wasted where just kind of thinking about all this stuff that you 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 use like during the day and like focusing on plastics kind of more so like plastics and papers and like scrappy stuff and um cool i love it yeah just kind of yeah kind of focusing on that so like i'm the abstract with the neon and then you know this other series like kind of focusing on that but i also need to understand that you know not um my goal is to just sell directly to people like on my website or things like that where I'm like more in control of it. Yes. I think that's one of the number one questions we get on that group that we were talking about is, you know, what do you need to do to sell work? And I, I think the the first mm-hmm. thing that we always say, the first answer is get your own website where you have control, where you can drive traffic and sell your work and cut out the middleman, right? Because yeah. that's, that's something that they can never take away from you. All these social media platforms right. can go away. NFTs can yeah, even because- go away, you know? Oh, yeah. Did you see, like, even, I was going to bring it up, but I didn't, it's kind of a bummer, but Facebook is is basically saying, like, if you don't update and give us all your privacy information, then we're going to start charging you. Oh, my God. So I was. We all have to now look out for this kind of stuff. Are you kidding like, me? I was afraid yeah, of this. Yeah, so what wow. if, you know, Facebook, Instagram goes away, then what are you left with, you know, for, like, marketing yourself or selling to you know selling it's like you need a mailing list and you need your website uh, and so we really have that's what i'm really focusing on is i'm really trying to transition onto twitter and mm-hmm. uh you know through these other you know that they're nft related but they're also you know now they're like flooded with more art conversations and, and things like that yeah which i think are cool so yeah, like just kind of like just understanding, yeah, anything this could all go away and it, and it's about your relationships and it's about um having something of your own. Yes, having some control. Yeah. By the way, that's scary. I didn't know it. Thank you for telling me. Um Check it. Yeah, check oh it. I'm checking God. on it and it's just not Well, because they have so much control, why wouldn't they try it. to monetize it, you know? They're like, "Well, people are dependent on this now. So, let's exactly. start charging them." Oh my yeah. God, and scary. I think hopefully it's going to be, you know, where I think, I don't know if it was them. I don't know if it was Facebook or somebody else tried to do something similar and everybody just kind of revolted. They were like, absolutely not. Like, we're not <laughs> accepting this. Well, that's um, what needs to happen. Yeah. But when it comes to something in terms of like your privacy or something that you're agreeing to that you may not understand that you're agreeing to. Yeah. They're, I think they're trying to be a little bit tricky and sneaky. Well, so, and this is the wrong time to do that because people are starting to have more awareness of that. Like the, you know, the mm-hmm. social dilemma documentary that came out and all these, okay. I mean, people are just starting yeah. to become, you know, having more conversations about this. So, well, yeah. I canceled my, after they, you know, sold my information to, um, you know, with that company or whatever. And like the, the big trouble, like three or four years ago, I had yeah. canceled, I deleted everything. I deleted my Facebook account. 
and then wound up, you know, getting it back because I was like, oh, I want to have shoppable things on my Instagram, you know? Right, right. Like, uh, <laughs> I know. Why? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me I back. know. And then I had to like build it, you know, I had to like build it again. And I was like, I'm not looking forward to doing that. I don't want to, but. Um, yeah, it even, sucks that it's a necessary evil. And even on uh, just, you know, because if we're talking about NFTs, there's, um, they have created, not they, but uh, blockchain related technology is also exploring something called BitClout which is a huh. social media platform where you can sell your coins and you can have investors buy into buy into you basically by buying your coins and it's kind oh, of a, wow. it's, that it's like patreon and instagram you know like if you were to combine those two things it's like a social media backing invest you know investor thing so you could buy the coins of the people that you like because you support them, you support their work and all, and all of that stuff. And when they grow, you grow, basically. You know what I mean? Like your investment so, is growing. Instead of buying your work and hoping the value go, in, instead of buying like a physical piece of art mm-hmm. um, for, you know, say I buy it for 500 and then five years later, you're selling that for, you know, $2,000 or whatever. It's like, instead of me having to then sell that piece of work to make like a value, like make money off of, you know, like how much you're at now. Mm-hmm. It's just like a coin. It's like, Oh, my coins valued at like a hundred dollars or whatever. Oh, but so you go later, up over time. Like your value goes yeah, up over time. Gotcha. My value, like my, my coin value then it can be $300 next week or whatever. Oh, and you're like, Oh shoot. I'm really glad that I backed this person by investing in her, in her, we're raising the value and then you can decide to keep it or you can sell it, you know what oh, I that's mean? Cool. Like, and then back somebody else, you know, whatever. But um, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Like, so I'm, what was I'm the really, name of it one more time? Oh, I can send it to you. It's called bit B I T clout. Bit clout. Okay. O U T.com. It's just, again, another thing that's just like in the very beginning that artists are starting to like get, you know involved in and then it's a really cool way to yeah just see it's kind of like the nft situation but you're you can just buy like coins instead of buying like an nft i guess i think that's really cool i'm going to look into that and i had never heard of it before so a lot of people are going to get value out of hearing about this that's awesome yeah i'm telling you it's just like all this stuff like when you're curious yeah you'll, you'll find everything well, that's a cool, one of the cool things about being an artist too, is you get to continue that level of curiosity throughout your life. I think that's what keeps us going, keeps us alive. I, I always am fascinated by the artists that I've always loved throughout time. They always end up painting into their nineties or, you know, <laughs> it's because they're always interested in something, I swear. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. I wanted to talk, I wanted to ask you just a couple of questions that I ask everybody near the end, which is um, uh, I always ask like what your superpower is, like, what do you do when you are feeling i hate to say blocked but like maybe you're not in the creative mindset is there anything like a go-to that you have to kind of get you back in the creative mindset get you creating oh that's a good one because i do battle with like uh depression and, and anxiety and i try and just like let that be you know mm-hmm. if that's what i'm feeling at the at the time then i just have to kind of go through that you know that journey or whatever and sometimes i can't really i just 
yeah, you can't really get out of it, but I tend to go outside, go for walks. Mm-hmm. It's good being in nature if that's possible, you know? Yes. Um, and then watching documentaries because I feel like something will just, sometimes they'll just spark something will spark some kind of station or person or thought of something. Like I, I just like watching some documentaries and then sometimes That's drawing cool. like with mm-hmm. no purpose. Yeah. Like getting the kind of getting the mechanics going. Yeah. Or just yeah, doodling or something. That's not where I'm like, Oh, this needs to be something. Right. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be anything. It's just be some lines. Like it's fine. Yeah. Just take a little bit of the pressure away. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. that. I like that. Yeah. A lot of people talk about walking too. I think that's also, I do that also. It's very important. Um, yeah. I try and practice um, when I'm walking, if I'm walking for that purpose of, of just like clearing my mind or trying to like get over something, I try and walk and then do that trick of just trying to be present and forget that things have names. Yes. So you just kind of look at stuff with like a new light of like, Oh, what is that? You know? Without labeling it. Yeah. Without labeling it and just kind of like being there and looking at things in a new way. Trying trying to anyway. Are you an Eckhart Tolle fan? Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, that's so great. That's, uh, that reminded yeah. me because I love Eckhart Tolle. And he, I, I, it's funny because I see my parents, They, my parents love nature. So I don't want to take that away from them. But they're mm-hmm. very obsessed with labeling stuff. Like, oh, this tree is this or this bird is this kind of yeah. bird. Or this is a flower, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, I'm just like, we just step back and appreciate it for you know it's intrinsic yeah Yeah. (laughs) i love that about Eckhart. that's cool but yeah i live yeah that was like uh he did this podcast with oprah and they yes i heard that entire book yeah oh my god a new earth also when i yeah when i'm stuck i will go back to that exact um podcast about the new um a new earth Mm -hmm. and it'll be usually whatever i'm stuck on it'll connect to, to that whatever that is and go, oh, That's okay, right. let me try that. You know? Yes, yes. I, I, I find that a lot of his words uh, kind of ground me a little bit mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm too far, because yeah. I have a lot of anxiety too. I have really bad, sometimes really bad social anxiety and just anxiety mm-hmm. in general. Like I have a fear that comes from nowhere and all of a sudden I'm just, mm-hmm. it's just debilitating. And he's helped me to kind of step back and just witness it. So now I'm like aware that it's happening. I might not be able to change it right then in the moment, but I'm, I can take a little bit of the power away from it by knowing, okay, I'm watching this happen. It's not going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Just let it kind of happen and and, and yeah. pass through my body. I'm sorry you struggle with that because it's, it's horrible, but um, yeah, I would go, I wouldn't go to shows because of it. Yeah. I realized, you know, later when, you know, starting, starting to listen to him and listen to some other things, you're right. It's like, I didn't know what it was, but I would just not want to go. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would have art. Uh, I would be in like group shows and I'd be like, oh, but then I have to go and do all of this. And I just, then like, I have to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I would just like close off, you know, like I just, I convinced myself for a while that it's like, oh, my art will just speak for itself. I don't have to be there. Right. And like, that was like my excuse because of my social anxiety. But, oh yeah. Um, I've done that too. Yep. Yeah. So, but you know, that's, I'm telling you another thing post, you know, this COVID pandemic, I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> oh, that's great. I think it's like, hopefully we'll see. Cause I haven't gone to anything, but yeah, um, I'm hoping that that gets me past it. I'm just so excited happy to, to see people, you know, like, Oh, I'm excited to go and see what people are up to. Yeah. It's weird. I've, I'm kind of like split. I have uh, moments where I'm like that. And then I have 
times where my like my anxiety has gotten worse with the pandemic. Uh, yeah, yeah, so so I'm I'm struggling with that right now. But um, but talking to people, like doing the podcast, doing shows, is, is all very helpful. Well, yeah. Let me ask you. I'm gonna ask you two more questions. Um, oh, okay. One is, do you have any advice for young Amy? Any age? Something that you've learned in your life that that you'd like to pass on to your younger self? Uh, this might sound weird, but probably take antidepressants earlier than I did. Oh yeah. That probably would have helped me a lot. <laughs> right. No, that's not weird at all. Um, because yeah, I was stuck in such a bad place for a long time and uh, yeah, I just didn't know why. And as soon as I got it kind of sorted out, it was just like, Oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs> you know? Right. But um, And then, yeah. And then maybe like get a therapist. Earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and, do you think that you missed out I mean I I I think everything happens in the way that it's supposed to happen and there's nothing that there's nothing really to change you know right. but yeah I think those things mentally would have probably helped me and then I probably would have started being creative earlier mm-hmm. and like believing in you know I would have loved to yeah tell young Amy that like art is necessary and to follow that because I think maybe I would have explored because I was in New Jersey I could have you know I probably could have explored more Philly and more of the New York art scenes or you know something like that if I really even thought it was possible yeah well thank you for sharing that I love that you're doing that with your work now too you're kind of inspiring other people and empowering you know women and hopefully younger women and so you're kind of passing that message on which i think is is great i don't know if you if that's one of your messages no, i know you have a lot of messages yeah, but that's definitely purposeful and i thought about it you know i realized that that's what i was doing mm-hmm. um it didn't really start out that way but i realized that that's what i was doing because of that because yes. i didn't feel like i had any kind of belief you know like that push or anything mm-hmm. so and I know now how important it is. So with that, I just want to make sure that other people know that. And if they need help, you know, if they want, if they want help or if they have questions or they, you know, whatever it is, I want to be pushing them in the right direction of just support. I'm not going to, yes. you know, I can't, I don't have talent for you. I just, you have what you have and explore that and you are supported in, in choosing that. I love that. Thank you for doing that. That's actually one of the reasons why I started the podcast was because I kind of wanted to give people something that I didn't have uh, when I was starting out. I felt so lost. I felt like, well, how do I do this? How do I do the business of art? How do I put myself out there? And, you know, I'm not saying this is, you know, completely, I hope it's helping people, but, um, oh, yeah. but that was one of the, that was kind of the impetus for doing this too. So thank you for doing awesome. that with your work. I think you're no, I'm glad that you have this. Cause I feel like I can just go on and listen to like friends talking, you know, yeah, instead yeah, of like, you know, there's like straightforward, you know, like whatever it is, it's like fun, it's entertaining and it's just like casual, but you also going to like learn something. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad you feel that way. And I hope other people do too, but um, uh, thank you so much for, for doing that in your work. I'm inspired by your work. I love, I really feel I kind of feel attached to your work because I, f- I feel like there's so many kind of similar things and e- themes and evolution in your work. And um, I'm really excited to see where you go next. So I wanted to ask you 
Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I maybe left out before we go? And then also, maybe first we'll get this out of the way. How do people find you online and on the uh, evil interwebs? <laughs> we just, well, like, <laughs> we yeah, just, like, so we're just like, oh, just go to my website. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my website's abysmith.art. That's me. And that's my art storefront website. And it's beautiful. Yeah, so I have I have everything there. And then my Instagram, which I really enjoy using at the moment, mm-hmm. is Amy Smith Art. Yes. And I have Facebook, but I'm not on it that often. So I would just Oh, and then uh if people are on Twitter because of you know what's happening now. Yeah. And I'm and I'm trying to enjoy that. It's Amy Smith Artist One and right. that's me there. Awesome. So, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you if I, yeah. if I'm not already, I've been, man, I've been trying to get myself to do Twitter more, but it was one of those things that I wasn't really into it, but I know it's becoming really relevant now too. I mean, it's always been there's a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of support there. It feels like, and I'm just going to go, I like, we've never seen this before. I feel like, like the communities really coming together and supporting artists of all levels. Yes. Of all levels. Like, it's not just me trying to track down this really, you know, established person and going like, oh, please, like. Yeah, you're like not trying to get Banksy, you know, to, like, Banksy to talk to you yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. It's like, everyone's like, what do you need? What do you want to know? Like, I'm here. I'm right. here for it. Oh, that's and awesome. I, I just, yeah, I just, I'm really enjoying that part because honestly, like this whole Twitter thing, especially last year, I was like. I am never, never, never going on Twitter. I, right. Because I know I'll just get like sucked into, you know, what, all the, all these terrible things. So Politics I just never, and, yeah. yeah, I wasn't into it. I, I didn't do that or Facebook because I just didn't want to hear anything. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just focused on Instagram, but now I just, um, it's what you find. I think it's what you're looking for and is going to be what you're, what you find. So I'm mm-hmm. looking for community on, on Twitter and, and it's there. I so, love it. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the last thing that I would mention is, is just be where the community is, you know. Yes. Well, and also what you said there too is you know what you put out there, kind of you get back. If you're going out there to look up a bunch of bullshit politics, mm-hmm. you know that's what you're going to get sucked into. Yeah, don't um, be surprised if your algorithm starts giving you what you, you know. It's like right. my algorithm gives me sunshine and rainbows. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. It's like, it's like, you know, I look for certain things and that's what I'm going to get back. And that's so true. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, is there anything you felt like we didn't talk about that you want to share or something coming up that people should know about? Or do you feel good about where we are? Well, yeah, the only um, the only thing I'm doing, yeah, coming up is going to be this uh, school, this mural for this school. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I guess I, I have to get ready for some shows and stuff. Yeah, actual yeah, in-person I, shows. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm still not there yet, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I I hope it gets it because there was a show I tried. I went. I'm not going to say where. I can't. I don't even know. But I went, and people like you know were in. It was indoors. I went inside, and people were like drinking. All their masks were off, and I just left. I was like, <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, I walked around, took two pictures, and then left. Oh my like, god! Can't be here. Yeah, but yeah. it was like a couple of weeks ago, and then it was before I was vaccinated too. So right, yeah, because some people were just like, just "Well, like, we're done. We're we're good." 
yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I didn't realize people might already be or, or, or whatever. So I was just like, all right, nice work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I think that's um, smart. Wait a little bit longer. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Yeah. Still waiting on what's going to happen with, you know, all the shows and stuff. But I'm excited just to even like talk to you and talk to people and, yes. and just continue if if we're not you know able to see each other but i do do the melrose market on sundays which i forgot oh. Oh, what, what's that i don't I, i'm ashamed to say I oh uh, you need to come visit so melrose and fairfax at the high school you've been you've been here forever yeah i know um they had their uh it was like a, it's like a flea market right but it's like a nice you know it's it's really nice and so I'm there with a fine art publisher who prints all my limited editions, uh, Moby Arts, and cool. it's another female-owned business. So we pop up there and do a little pop-up gallery every Sunday. I'm doing every other Sunday. I'll be there this Sunday, the ninth or whatever, because I have I I was doing every Sunday and just I need to get stuff done. Yeah, and I have all these commissions that I need to do, and I. I used to like work while I was there, but now it's just getting too much. So, but yeah, it's a beautiful a um, outdoor. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like, so I'm really grateful for all of it, but it's a beautiful outdoor experience with everyone wearing masks. You're not allowed in without wearing a mask, getting your temperature checked. Yeah. And so all of, all the vendors inside, you know, everyone keeps their distance. They distance the booths out, you know, more so people feel comfortable walking around for a while it was like limited capacity so um there wasn't it wasn't overcrowded but you know it's been opening more since everything else has been opening and um it's really great they have food trucks they have all these you know all these different vendors and they have a couple of artists it's not really like full of art but there's like a handful of us cool yeah maybe that's why i didn't know about it but they do kind of everything and art yeah, they have like clothes, jewelry, skincare, oh, that's you know, so cool. like, yeah, everything. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like a smaller, the like Rose Bowl flea market yeah. where they have, you know, they do that. But yeah, this is every Sunday. And then cool. tickets are five, a $5 donation because it's run by a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And all that money goes back to the Fairfax High School. Oh, nice. So yeah, you so win it's kind of, you know, that's, that's who started it. Yeah. That's great. So, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, my my wife and I um once things settle down, uh yeah, we'll check it out. It sounds awesome. Yeah, come by. People just usually like either if they're looking either they come looking for something or they just come to kind of get out and walk around outside yeah. and see some stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. Which both are great because it's like it's outdoorsy and it's usually a beautiful day. So check it out. Smellrose Trading Post it's called. Cool. Okay. Well, see, I'm learning. I'm, I've already learned yeah. like three new things. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to take notes. I'm going to be exactly. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing all that. Um, well, awesome. It's been really fun talking to you. Uh, we've kind of, sort of talked a bit in some shows, like some Zoom stuff, but but not really this much at all. So it's been really cool getting to know you. And uh, hey, Thanks. you're you're a Valley person, so. One of these days we should uh, do a studio swap visit or something. Oh my gosh. I'm very excited for that because I really did think you were like way far. Yeah. No, so, I'm, I'm here in the this valley. Is great. 
<laughs> yeah, this is great. We're, we have to do that. Definitely. Sounds okay, good. cool. Awesome. And then, yeah. And if in, any other time, you know, maybe we'll do it round two uh, down the road. Thank you so much for sharing everything definitely. with us. Well, thank you. Thank you for putting this together and continuing um, even through your, your, your back and everything, like continuing to do this. I thought was really great because you're just, you're dedicated. And I, and I love that. Yeah, it's keeping me going. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy I'm doing it. But thanks. That, that means a lot. So I will, so wait, it's the next show. It's in Gilroy. Is that what you said? Oh, the next I'm show. I'm trying to think where I can see your, I, I guess I can see I your guess murals. So I, yeah, I would say uh, go on a street art tour. Check out some <laughs> murals in West yes. Hollywood. I have like three right now. Okay. All within, you know, oh, three or four, something like that. I was going to do like my own, you know, I did, I did one. I need, I want to do my own like street art tour, like live, like Instagram live or something at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just go like talk in front of the murals or something. So that would be cool. I might, yeah, I might do that. I just have to schedule it. So, um, and you can do it on YouTube too. Are you doing, are you, I, I should have asked you this earlier, oh. but are you focusing on YouTube that much? I have, you know, I have the, some videos on YouTube and I really, I'm so torn because I'm like, I want to put, I definitely do want to like put some more stuff up. I'm just not that consistent, but I'm hoping this yeah. assistant, um, well, you know, if I just filter her some stuff, she can, you know, populate where, where it needs to go, you know? <laughs> yes. Can't That's been my everything. goal too. I need somebody to, to handle some of the business. Cause like between, you know, doing yeah. all this, the podcast, creating work, shipping work, all this, it's just like, man, how do, how do people do this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. My friend just hired like an actual physical real life assistant and I'm, I'm still just, yeah, just trying to get my digital, you know, stuff right. in order. So I'm like. Baby steps. We'll, we'll both yeah, get there. Baby steps. We're, it's doing one of those, We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. And it's, it, again, yeah. it's another good problem to have where uh, oh if God. we, if it warrants us needing one, then we must be doing something. Oh. right. Yes. I'm like, please bring all the, all the challenges on. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on. We'll uh, hope to see you in person soon. Yes. Same. Hope all to right. see you soon. Take care, Amy. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.